Hi there, Peter here, and welcome back to the Transition Guy. Where in today's episode, we're going to be covering company culture and core values. So many business owners come to me moaning about their team, that their team is not quite right, they're not happy with their team, that they spend a lot of time trying to manage their team, that it drains them of energy, and it's not the most pleasant thing going. And some of the symptoms that business owners talk about is the fact that they consider their employees to be the biggest risk in their business. Their communication with their employees tends to be just top-down, one-directional. You might value skill over behaviour. How good is a person as opposed to how well do they behave? You find yourself managing time all the time with them. You have a rigid sort of work schedule because you kind of just have no trust with your team. It's an at-be-at-your-desk policy... You may find that these people actually don't work for you, they work for the weekend. So they come in on sort of a Monday morning, they bitch and moan that they're back at work, trying to recover from the weekend. By Wednesday, they're, not long, they're no longer thinking about the business, they're thinking about the weekend coming up. You know, you get one good day out of them, and that's probably a Tuesday. And the organisation has double standards. Now, if you can, relate, you can relate to some of these symptoms, and they're alive in your organisation, the chances are you do not have properly defined core values and your culture in your business can be quite toxic or in fact is quite toxic. So over the last 20 years the old term core values or company culture has become a lot more prevalent and it's normally, it's normally what you would associate with the big corporate businesses and there's great examples of companies like Zappos where core values are so strong it actually makes the company really great. For those of you who have never shopped at Zappos, if you're out in the States, shop with them, give their customer care call team a call, and you know what? Their values are superb. So they're a great example of it in action. Really where SMEs tend to struggle is they don't put this stuff in place, they never hire on core values, they never define their core values, and therefore most people are then sort of confused why they don't have the team that they want. So what are actually core values? Quite simply put, there are a handful of rules. And most importantly, they are your rules. So the first thing you need to do as a business owner is really identify what your core values are and get them written down. Too often I see businesses with core values in a drawer, not communicated to the team, with the owners still having the same symptomatic problems illustrated earlier. Get them written down, get them displayed. One of the biggest challenges you may face, actually, is that you've hired a lot of people without really hiring them on core values, just hiring them on, say, ability, etc. And you might find there's a mismatch. Normally what you would say is that time and adversity is the best test to work out whether a person is a culture fit or not. But I appreciate you probably don't want to wait till the next recession you probably don't want the next recession to come anytime soon. So we have three basic tests we can carry out to see whether or not someone is a, a culture fit or a core value fit. So what are the three tests you can do in your organisation today to see whether the culture or core values are alive? Number one, are you prepared to fire an offender? Let's say you've got your core values and it may be trust, respect, teamwork, whatever they may be. If someone violates that, are you going to fire them? Now, I hear a lot of you, and I see a lot of people hesitate when I actually ask this question. 
And the reason they sort of hesitate, they don't come out with an answer, they don't take action, is because they will say to me, well, it's easy for you to say that. It's taken us ages to find this person. We've had to pay recruitment fees, etc., etc., etc. And they come out of loads of reasons why they cannot do it. Well, you need to get above the line. That's a previous episode in case you are wondering. And you need to be prepared to fire the offender. Otherwise, they're not your true core values. See, if it's a true core value to you, anyone violates that, you're going to fire them. That's number one. Number two, are you prepared to take a financial hit? Are you prepared to take a dip in sales? Let's say he's your greatest salesperson, bringing in a lot of money into the business, but they're violating your core values left, right and centre, and they're damaging your business. Are you prepared to stand by your guns and say, no, I want to fire this person, bad for the business, take a financial hit and rebuild? And the third one, are your core values alive amongst your people today? And unfortunately, a lot of people get really confused with this. A lot of people say, okay, do you know what? I want to do my core values against the company I would like to be, not the company I am today. It doesn't work that way. Your core values are where you are today as a company. You've just got to make sure that the people within your organisation are living them. If they're not, you've got the wrong team. And if you've got the wrong team, you're going to be dealing with the symptoms we discussed earlier. So how do I know when I get it right? You will have an absolutely amazing atmosphere in your business. You're not going to dread speaking to people. You're going to love hanging out with people. You're going to see your employees as being your biggest asset. There's going to be open communication. There's going to be no hiding things. You're going to be looking at hiring people based on behavior, not over skill. Do you know why? Because skills can always be taught. You're going to be able to have a team that you can empower results You're not going to be micromanaging them because they've got the attributes and the attitude to do the right things. You're going to be flexible with their working. It's not going to be about how many hours they work. It's going to be how effective they are when they come into work. You're going to look at people that are mobile, not necessarily stuck to their desk. They're doing something that they love. To them, they're not thinking about the weekend because they're enjoying the Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday or whatever you work. They're going to be enjoying the journey every single day. There's going to be a genuine honesty within the business and there's going to be one standard. There's not going to be the hypocrisy of, well, these people do one thing and these other people do the other. No, we are united. We are as one. So Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, talks about your first 20 hires being the most important. Not the first 20 people you hire, but the first 20 people that you've got totally aligned with your culture and core values. Now, if you get those 20 people right... You'll scale up your organisation and they will be the keepers of your culture. They will help you with recruitment and make sure that your business operates in the way you truly intended it. If you are interested in finding more about core values, your company culture, and actually the pathway to identifying what your core values are and how to make them alive in your organisation, head over to balka.com and fill out the contact form and get in touch. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. 